With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
okay. Are you there? But uh, I'm sorry about it. I hope that I hope it doesn't happen again. I'm cutting my fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's what happens with technology sometimes. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. So you know, um, so it sounds like because I I I wanted to ask you about your mom because of the whole the scene with Mother Mary, like if there was a sense that somehow Mother represents not you know of course Mother Mary clearly, but also mother represents a sense of safety as well. Right. Compared to And I think, too, as far as, um, you know, my mother, when she, you know, she got divorced from my father, and then um, she met her second husband, and he was the one that, you know, um, like, um, sexually molested my sister and I. I mean, I, there wasn't sex, but there was very inappropriate touching and and different things. And um, and then you know she got divorced from him. And actually, when I finally told her, um, and I think I was in fifth grade then, because he had done something to my sister the weekend I was away with my friends, and um, and I just got really mad that he could do that to my sister. And so I was in the tub taking a bath, and my mother came in the bathroom, and I just told her. I just blurted it out. And she mm-hmm. backed us up, and, and we left and went to my grandparents, and then she, she ended up divorcing him. So it's not like she didn't believe me. She did. And so there was that. And then she married her third husband, and, you know, he um, he had all his own issues, too. I mean, it was just, like, she didn't. She never made good choices in men. My father, believe it or not, he was, like, the best man out of all of them. <laughs> wow. And we both know that he was not, he's not a good one. Right. Exactly. But when I compare him to all the others, um, you know, hey, bad is bad, but this was the better bad. <laughs> yes, yeah. She kept on going from the frying pan into the fire, it sounds like. Yeah, you know what it was with her, and, and, and as I look back at her life um, now that she's been gone for eight years, um, she always looked outside of herself, you know, for happiness. She never, I mean, in one way she was a strong person, in another way she was very weak. 
Um, and I can cite many examples. So the bottom line is her choice in men adversely affected our life. And yet she was the rock for us and the go-to person. Um, and so it's weird. I mean, it was, it was, and it wasn't, it's back and it's forth and, and all of that kind of stuff. Cause my father definitely was not a person, um, that I ever felt, you know, to confide in because I had so many issues with him and I think mothers you don't want to have those issues with them right right that's true but at the same you know I have encountered people that have issues significant issues with mom but I'm not surprised that as you tell me that at the core even though it's true that you there at moments you were more in the periphery and there was a lot going on for you being the older sister and so on it's very clear that the female figure holds strength for you, yeah. Even you know, like you know, Mother Mary is not it's it's strong, but it's still very gentle, right? Like there, you know, there's very strong men around her, like Joseph and, and Jesus, but yet she has a softness and a solidity like your mom did for you, right? So I'm not surprised that that's an image that spiritually really resonates for you. Yeah, absolutely. So that's wonderful. Now. I do want to go, as, as you mentioned, uh, I do want to ask to focus on the healing piece, especially regarding your dad, because I know where, where is it, what's going on with him. I know that did you get to connect with him again since we spoke, and what are the logistics of the, the party coming up? Yeah, no, um, if people weren't able to get together, you know, um, there's a lot going on for lots of people in the family, so um, I'm just going to bring the T-shirts the day of the party. And um, my father, he's the only person I texted since we've talked last. I texted him that the shirts were in and how much they were and, you know, that I paid up front for them so he could send me the check. And then I left him a voicemail at his house because he was away in Maine with, um, well, he's calling her his wife. So I'll just say his his wife slash lady friend. Um, and because they didn't get married, they just had a dedication ceremony out in Wisconsin. So he's yeah, telling people he's married, but um, without the commitment. And um, is that is that upsetting to you? No, I like her. I, it's upsetting yeah. to me that she takes um, the crumbs that he's willing to give her um, because he doesn't. If she gets sick, he doesn't want to lose everything financially, and it's always about him. You know, he's just he's incredibly, you know, self-preserving. <laughs> Yeah. He does it with every relationship, no matter how much he says he loves somebody. It's it's really a very selfish love, um, no yeah. matter what. So I just get irritated because he always he always comes out on top, and I know that sounds miserable that I just, for once, I want him to be left in the dust and know what it feels like. Um, and she's willing to just take his crumbs. You know, she has um, allergies, and he has his former wife who passed away. He has her cats in the house still and poor Roma she has the I mean poor Roma she's she's allowing it but I like her I think she's really nice you know and and he just again he comes out smelling like roses and so anyway he hasn't responded to me um he hasn't sent a check and he hasn't um he never texted back or anything like that so I am going to get around to calling him and stuff but Sometimes I think, you know, well, not I think, I know, because he said it before, um, that Bobby and Teresa and I, you know, were doing okay financially, and so I think he just likes to, 
because Kristen, you know, she's just a screw-up, his his daughter, and she's almost 40 years old, but she's always just starting out. That's how he says it, you know. And so yeah. he he doesn't like um, he doesn't like to do things for us um, because we're all set, so everything gets done for Kristen. And we don't need him to do anything. We really don't, but it would be nice that he would want to do that because we're his kids. Right. You know, I mean, I honestly don't need a thing from him. But by the same token, you having me do the whole thing of, you know, meditating for a couple of minutes a day on, um, you know, a father and what you're doing with this father. And all that came up, it was all simple, simple things. And, and I sit there and I cry because they're so incredibly simple. They're so basic. It's nothing big. It's being silly and laughing, lots of it. It's riding on your father's shoulders. It's rolling in the grass or rolling down the hill being playful or riding bikes. I mean, that's all that I could, like, come up with because then the last thing I wrote was I never realized how very absent in my life he was. (laughs) Like, I know it, but when you start doing this and it's like, wow, I didn't even have any of that stuff with him. Right. Because he wasn't around. He was fooling around with, with Cheryl. And he was never with us. And, you know, from very young, he made babies, and then he just kind of deserted. And and he was there, you know, sometimes, and then he wouldn't be there for six months. And, you know, and when you're young, you don't have memories. And then when you get a little older, you're like, oh, yeah, he's not in our memory. Um, <clears throat> and that's why my mother, she is in our memory, um, because she was ever-present, even with all of the you know, dysfunction and everything. Um, But she was there, bottom line, and that's what wins out in my mind, is she was loyal, he wasn't, we meant crap to him, we did mean something to her. Um, And, you know, I know it's not as simple as that, but that's how it feels and that's how I say it. Of course, of course. And that's what it's been so... So if you go, there's still that... What do you think? So I'm going to invite you to close your eyes, take a deep breath, and connect with that part of you that is still really angry at him, or that feels that feels angry. I guess there is there's, there's anger, but I'm also connect with the the anger and see that underneath there's this hurt because of the abandonment. Yeah. Right. There's this hurt that why like it, it feels so unfair that he was there for Cheryl and not for you and your sister. Like. Why? It really isn't fair. Right. And and you know what? You're you're hitting on it because he stole a life from us. He, yeah. He stole it. He just took it away without yeah, any charge. So. It didn't matter to him. He was about his own good time. And, you know, then he had a life with Cheryl. And then so he, you know what? You know what, Barbara? Sorry to interrupt you. Start tapping yeah. and actually speak to him like that instead of narrating. Just start tapping and say, you took. You took so much from us. Yeah, you took everything from us. You took a potential memory bank of of a lifetime. Yes. Of family memories. Yeah, you took our family from us. Say you. That's right. You took a family from us. And not only did you do that, but when you decided to remarry, that family meant something to you, and you treated us like second-class citizens. You used us. Yeah. And yeah. and I just feel yeah, I I guess I just don't 
don't realize how sad you make me feel. Yeah. Because I didn't have that. And when I see little girls and families together, I'll never know what that is, ever. Yeah. It's just non-existent. Yeah. There's a big empty hole. And it's not fair because we were children and we really needed you. Right. You're right. It's not fair. And we were kids and we needed to have a mother and a father. Yes. And Cheryl became the world to you and we meant nothing. Absolutely. That's that's just the gist of it. And then when Kristen was born, it was even worse. Yes. So I take a breath and just stay there while you do the tapping and imagine that you're actually saying that to him. Really just stay right there. It's not it's not very comfortable, but just stay with that sadness. And what if you just repeat after me? It wasn't it was not fair for you to take my dad away. It wasn't fair for you to take my dad away. I understand that you had other children. I understand that you had other children. But I'm still your daughter. But I'm still your daughter. And I still needed you. And I still needed you. And you just were not there for me. And you were just not there for me. And it was so sad. It was so sad. And I I really felt abandoned by you. I really felt abandoned by you. I wish you could have been there for me. I wish you could have been there for me. Because I really needed you. Because I really needed you. Take a deep breath. And imagine that he's there and he's listening to you. How does he respond? This is a this is maybe a younger version of your dad, or maybe it's your dad today. Well, younger or present day, how he would respond is he would look at me and get defensive and say all the good things that he did do. My friends say that I was a good father. And then I would say, but you weren't their father and you weren't our father. And they can look at things the way they want to because you spin things the way you want people to see it. But what really happened and how we really feel is that you were not there for us and you were not a good father. You sacrificed us for a woman that you cheated on my mother with. That's what you did. And then you continued and continued to not treat us like we were the special people that we are because nobody can duplicate us again, and you lost all that time too. Yes. Have you had this kind of argument with him? Yes. Yeah. So let's do... Let's do these in a slightly different version. Are you willing to try something else? Okay. So I want you to see yourself. It could be now. Maybe it would be good to do it now because everything is so fresh and present with everything that is going on with camp, right? Yeah. So I want you to tell, as you capture the points, I said, Dad, I need to take a take first and start tapping and breathe. Let's just take three deep breaths. That be really present in your body and connecting with what is really your truth. And there's no need to explain or to argue with him. This is going to be a slightly different conversation. 
All right. So when you're ready, repeat after me, Dad. I need to say something really important to you. Dad, I need to say something really important to you. Because even though we have argued before, even though we've argued before, and we have had this conversation many times, and we have had this conversation many times, I still don't feel that you truly have heard me. I still feel you don't truly um, hear me. Yes, exactly. Are you willing to listen to me? Are you willing to listen to me? And tell me how he responds. Is he open to that? No. No. Okay. I can what is, see him yeah? recoiling. Okay. Okay. So I want you to say, say we're going to talk with him again. Dad, I understand that this is, we have a really tough history between us. I understand we have a really tough history between us. And every time that I talk with you, especially about this subject, it ends up being an argument. And every time I talk with you about this subject, it ends up being an argument. This time I just want to share one small piece with you. Would you be willing to listen, please? This time I want to share one small piece with you. Would you be willing to listen? And it's okay if he's not. What's going on? So-so. So-so. He did not totally commit. Right. Okay. And remind me his name again. Say that again. What's his name? What's that Oh, name? his name is Bob. Bob. Okay. So just for a moment, step, just respond as if you were him. I'm going to talk with him, okay? All right. Yeah. Good afternoon, Bob. My name is Laura, and I'm a, a close friend of Barbara. Thank you so much for speaking with me. You're welcome. Nice to meet you. Uh, thank you. It's great to meet you, too. And I understand that Barbara has been a challenging daughter for you. Yes, she has. Because she she often just speaks her truth and she will not just let it be, right? Never. There's always yeah. a wall between us. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing that you really, you care about her. Is that true? Oh, I tell her I love her. Yeah. And is, it, is that true? Do you really love her? Well, I don't like her, but I love her. <laughs> yes. And I understand. Yeah. Because, and tell me about not liking her. Is it because she's so, like, confrontative with you? She just, she, well, do you feel like she doesn't like you? Absolutely. I feel like um, she tries to persecute me. Yeah. And do you have any clue why that is? What is it that she says? Why does, how does she persecute you? Well, she tells me how I'm not a good father and how I wasn't present and didn't do this and didn't do that and uh, how I lack. She never talks about anything um, positive where I'm concerned. Yeah. Would it would you would you like in an ideal world, you know, if that if I if I told you a secret that would actually make your connection with her a lot easier and smoother, would you be interested? I'll listen. Okay. Because I'll I'll share with you something that I, I figured out um, a, a little a while ago. And uh, if you're willing to try it, I think you will notice that it really works. It's like a miracle. All right. So this is what happened. You know, I mean, you may have some memories of being a child yourself. And 
you know, as a child, your parents, we want to be loved. We want to be accepted for who we are. And parents are never perfect. There's no human that is. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm guessing that when you were a child, there were some things that your dad or your mom did or didn't do that made you unhappy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes one of the things that happens as children is that we we tend to remember more the things that didn't work for us more than the things that did because they have a bigger impact, right? Yeah. That's how we work. And my guess is that Barbara has had a lot of sadness from the time that you, you know, you left the home. And um, she just always craved to have a dad, a dad that would be a certain way. And she said nothing, nothing, you know, it's not about you, just basically not being able at times to be the dad that she needed. But it has, it's not a personal thing. Does that make sense? I'm still listening. <laughs> okay. Well, in the sense that what I mean is that you know how there's this little girl that because they're very content playing on their own or they're very happy and this other girls, I don't know what this happens, but I, I I know quite a few girls in my lifetime that need more attention, that would like to just have have more more from their dad than they're actually getting. And you may actually give the same attention to your your different children and yet there's one that for whom it's almost never enough. Yeah. Does that feel like that with Barbara sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not really about you. It's more like what, you know, the circumstances in her life that when you, you know, when you left the house and her her mom, it was really, it was really very sad for her. Like she really felt like she lost a lot. And since then, it's almost like there was this hole in her life that has been really difficult to fill. Does that make sense? Yeah. So she, in some ways, what she's actually asking for is for you to recognize that even though you didn't mean to, uh, there was an event in her life that caused her to miss you, for you that you were not there in a way that she wanted you to be. Uh-huh. Can you can you see that 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 could be possible? Yeah, yeah. And would it would you be willing to recognize not necessarily that you did something wrong, right? But that you're you wish that you could have done you could have been the dad that she needed and wanted. Would that be fair to say that you would have liked to give her what she really wanted because you love her? Yeah, and you want her to be happy. Yeah, is that true? Yeah. And if you were to just listen to her side and not take it personal. So this is like if she tells you, Dad, you haven't been there, I feel like you abandoned me, would you be willing to just listen and say, I wish I could have been there in the way that it really worked for you? Would you be willing to do that? That's probably going to be hard for me to do without being defensive, but... Right, and I totally understand. That's why I'm appealing to to the, the adult in you seeing that this is a child's experience and from her experience you were not there in the way that she wanted you to be. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and and children, the other thing I want to share, Bob, that you definitely know, children don't understand adult circumstances sometimes. Correct. Right? Yeah. So 
just I'm curious if you would be willing to listen to her and instead of getting defensive, just let her know that your intention was always good and that you're sorry that it wasn't the way that she really wanted you to be. Could you try it? I could try it. Okay. Okay. Let's take a deep breath and just shift around a little bit in your chair or wherever you are to just let let go of that energy. Yeah. Take another breath. How was that, being in that juice for a bit? Well, it, interestingly enough, <laughs> you always have to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and... I'm absorbed with my own feelings and, um, you know, what he did to me. And I guess it doesn't feel good to always be, you know, told the bad stuff. Of course. And yet it's important to be able to say your truth because what has happened and what I would like to do today, and I'm going to talk with with all of you as you keep on tapping, just tapping through the points. Yeah. I, I, I know that I want to engage your mind, which is the part that is really absorbing the information, but as well as your body. What happens is that when we have an argument over and over again, it doesn't actually get resolved. Right. It just gets, rece- you know, it gets recycled. Yeah. And the moment that you bring up, a com- you know, the, the subject, she's going to get defensive, you're going to get really angry, and it's going to the exact same place. Right. So it's like it's about having the same conversation from a different place. Yeah. So I want you to get in touch with that that little girl that really wanted a daddy. She wanted her dad to be there. She didn't want dad to go away. She didn't want dad to have other another wife or other children. She didn't want him to just pull his attention away. Right. You know, he wanted he she wanted a daddy. She wanted a daddy that would be her daddy. Yep. And she has every right in the world to actually want that daddy. Yeah. So we're gonna tap on her first because if she's still really upset and angry, she's not gonna ask for what she needs, but she may not get it. Right, and that's you're absolutely right because you never want to be crushed and you never want to be said no to. Exactly. Because also what happens is like when we are feeling cursed and we make a demand or a claim, the way that it comes out it sometimes is very aggressive and the person is not going to come and tag us. It's going to be like, well, you know, yeah, I, I don't agree and I'm going to defend myself because they're attacking me. Right, and you know what? I do recognize that I've done that and continue to do it. And I know that it takes two people to be in a relationship, not just one. (laughs) Yeah. But this is about healing your relationship with this little girl, fully understanding, protecting her, and love her, and really, really having a lot of compassion for her because she she was not going to let go of her needs. She was going to be hurt. And I really, and I want you to be proud of her. I'm proud of her, and I want you to be proud of her. That she's always asked for what she wanted. Even if she didn't get it, she was not going to be quiet about it. Right. Okay. Let's connect with her, and we're going to tap through your points and curves at the same time. Is that okay? Yep. And we'll repeat after me. You are a wonderful child. You are a wonderful child. 
and you deserve dad's attention. And you deserve dad's attention. And you're absolutely right. And you're absolutely right. To be really upset with him, to be angry. To be really upset with him, to be angry. Are you in touch with her? Yeah, it's like, it's almost like, you know, I'm first and she's inside and so it's going through me to her. Yes. And what is the feeling as you're in touch with her right now? What are you feeling? I'm just more calm right now than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so, don't feel like a surge of adrenaline through my body or I don't feel tense anywhere and just going along for the ride here. Good. Are you feeling either sad or angry right now, or that's not present? No, that's not present right now. Good. So close your eyes and take a breath. And let's ask little little Barbara if it's okay to talk with that. Yep. Great. So the two of you are side by side, or however she would like it to be, holding hands. And I want... I want the two of you to voice this to Dad. And you can continue tapping to the points if you like to, just so we can remain calm. Yep. Good. So we're going to start over. Dad is there. It's like, Dad, I would really like to share something very important with you. Dad, I'd really like to share something very important with you. Would you be willing to listen? Would you be willing to listen? Now, does he respond this time? He's just kind of there. Okay. So he's passive. He's not. Let's actually say, tell him, is this a good time? I would like to share something very important with you, and I would really like you to be present. I'd really like to share something important with you, and I'd really like you to be present. Can you do that for me now? Can you do that for me now? He's just kind of still oh neutral, <laughs> kind of neutral, not very responsive. <clears throat> right. Okay. Like he's there, but really kind of under obligation or protest. Okay. Okay. So let's. How do you feel sharing with him right now? Is are you okay? Um. Funny you say that because as soon as you say that, then I do feel. Yeah. And part of the reason, I think, I feel like I'm already, I already know what I want it to be like, and I'm already predicting it's not going to be. (laughs) Right, like you you want, say that again, I couldn't quite hear all the words. Oh, I said it's like I'm predicting how I want it to be. And yeah. it's probably not going to be. So I'm, I'm like, I get myself tense because I'm, I, I have, you know, not anxiety bad or anything like that, but just anxious to want him to come around to my way of thinking. Okay. All right. All right. Good. I want good, it good. My way. Yes. Okay. That's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful recognition. Good. Okay. So tapping the karate chop points, even though I really want him to come to my way. Even though I really want things my way. Yeah. And I really want him to apologize and get it. And I really want to get you to apologize and get it. Because he was wrong. 
Because he was wrong. And I am right. And I am right. <laughs> and he needs to acknowledge that. And he needs to acknowledge that. Take a breath. I accept my deep need I, for I deep for justice. For acceptance. Yes. I really honor my desire for justice. I honor my desire for justice. And the truth is, I honor my heart. And the truth is, I honor my heart. And in my heart, I know. And in my heart, I know. That my truth. That my truth. Is my truth. Is my truth. And it's not necessarily my dad's truth. And it's not necessarily my dad's truth. Speak to the point. But my truth is the one that counts. But my truth is the one that what? That counts. That counts, yes. Yeah, because he's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. He has been wrong all along. He has been wrong all along. And I don't really care about his perspective. And I don't really care about his perspective. I don't, I don't, his truth is completely messed up. I know his truth is completely messed up. Because my truth is the right one. Because my truth is the right one. And I'm going to defend it to the end. And I'm going to defend it to the end. Because I'm right. Because I'm right. And I've been right for so many years. And I've been right for so many years. And I've been waiting for my day in court. And I've been what? I've been waiting for my day in court. I've been waiting for my day in court. So he can see that I am right. So he can see that I am right. And I am acknowledged. And I am acknowledged. I am going to hold on to this forever. I'm going to hold on to this forever. No matter how much it costs me. No matter how much it costs me. Because I know that I'm right. Because I know that I'm right. Take a breath. Have the tension. What was that? How is your the tension in your body right now? Um, it's it's pretty good because as I'm tapping and saying those things, um, one of the things that's coming up is I know all those things that I was saying are true, um, like how I how I've looked at it, and yeah. I also realize how. I need to be more flexible too. And it, it's okay. It's not about. It. It's okay. It's good. Just to stay with that. Stay with that. So we're gonna. That's the big thing that comes up is like you know what, Barbara. You have to look at things both ways. Yeah, and it's but it's not about. This is it's not about a mental process. It's about having your your system because your nervous system has been wired to really attach and really hold on to your truth. Right. And the the need for recognition, you know, it's like you're gonna you're holding on to this, and it's gonna be such a tight hold because you're right, and you are right, and I am here to tell you you are right, and she needs to say it. So it's like it's about acknowledging and honoring her. So let's let's step to the point. Okay. And say the truth is I am right. The truth is I am right. I really wanted a dad. I really wanted a dad. That would be there for me. That would be there for me. And my dad wasn't. And my dad wasn't. And he, I want him to recognize that. And I want him to recognize that. 
And that is the truth. And that is the truth. And I'm staying with it. And I'm staying with it. Take a breath. There's also another truth. There's also another truth. And it has to do with a deeper sense of peace that I create. And it has to do with a deeper sense of peace that I create. I want to actually feel at peace with myself. I actually want to feel at peace with myself. And holding on to these is actually interfering. And holding on to this is actually interfering. Because I'm feeling tense. Because I'm feeling tense. And every time I have to connect with my dad, I just get upset. And every time I have to connect with my dad, I just get upset. So maybe there's a different way of sticking by my truth. So maybe there's a different way of sticking by my truth. Do you see that? How there's both things are are true? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and I know, and that's part of the reason, I, I mean, that I've driven to work on this because that is the piece that I know isn't existent in me, and yet I would like it to be. And I know yes. what that is when I do feel relaxed and I'm not on high alert all the time and just wanting to pound him into the ground as much as he wants to pound me into the ground. Yes. So let's actually try these. And he's going to be listening, but you don't even have to look at him or anything. Well, just try it. Okay. While you tap to the point, Dad, I need to tell you something. Dad, I need to tell you something. And I've been trying to tell you these for a very long time. And I've been trying to tell you this for a very long time. And I realize that I have said it in so many ways. I realize I have said it in so many ways. But I have never said it like I'm going to say it today. But I've never said it like I'm going to say it today. I really hope that you listen. I really hope that you listen. Because I know that I may have to repeat myself. Because I know I may have to repeat myself. And that's okay. And that's okay. Take a breath. (sighs) Repeat after me. Dad, when you left. Dad, when you left. I really missed you. I really missed you. And it was really hard when Mom remarried. And it was really hard when Mom remarried. Because from then forward, things got worse and worse. Because from then forward, things got worse and worse. I really needed you. I really needed you. And I wish that you could have been there for me. And I wish you could have been there for me. I really needed a dad. I really needed a dad. To protect me and love me. To protect me and love me. I really missed you. I really missed you. I wish you could have been there. I wish you had been there. Take a breath. How does it feel to say that out loud? It's true. It makes me um, makes me sad to say it. Yeah. Because I can relate to that. Yeah. And can he listen to that? Notice that he did listen. Yeah, he listened, but I think um, it's it's hard for him to listen to it. Yeah. He doesn't want to take, you know, ownership because it's it's too big and it's overwhelming to know that. Yeah. So let so let's continue tapping and tell him one more thing that I think is going to be important. 
that I understand that you wish that you could have been there for me too. Dad, I, I understand you wish you could have been there to protect me. And I also know that you really, it, 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 it upsets you that I was not safe. And I know it upsets you that I was not safe. And you would have liked to protect me. And you would have liked to protect me. I just wanted to let you know that I, I really needed you. I just want to let you know that I really needed you. Because I really needed a daddy and I loved you. Because I really needed a daddy and I love you. I needed you to protect me. I needed you to protect me. And I understand that it's upsetting for you that you couldn't be there for me. And I understand that it's sad for you that you couldn't be there to protect me. Yeah. Take a breath. See, because for him it's also hard to listen because she probably would have really liked me there to protect you and she couldn't do it. Right. He didn't know what was going on, did he? He knew he knew stuff that was going on. I mean, not the second husband. He didn't know that stuff because I didn't tell anybody. Right. Um, but he knew what? that you know, were hard. certain things, yeah, just were out of whack and stuff. Yeah. Do you think that if he found out about the sexual stuff, he would have done something? Um. I think at the time some of that was going on, he was too, like, at the time that it started with my first stepfather, he was getting married to my stepmother, and he was totally about his own life, and he didn't even really, like, see us that much. He right. was just really into his own life and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So, And then when my step, my second stepfather, when he slugged me in the face and I had all the black and blues all over my face and all that stuff, um, he knew about that, and basically, you know, it was like, because I was mouthy, and, um, you know, he, everybody just was like, well, you don't say things like that to an adult, and, you know, obviously, um, the crime didn't fit the um, punishment. Of course. I mean, the punishment didn't fit the crime. And, uh, right. You know, so anyway... Um, and he didn't do anything about that, so. Yeah. My yeah, grandfather did. I mean, I called my grandfather, and he came and took me um, when that happened. And I stayed up at his house for, like, three weeks, and he brought me to school every day. And, you know, it caused tension between my mother and my grandfather because I, I got him involved in what was going on at home, and, you know, it was kind of exposed. But my grandfather was the one who... The way I look at it, he always, like, would rescue me. Yeah. He was the one, right? Yeah, he was really, like, he was a whole bunch of things wrapped up into one individual. That's why it was very difficult to deal with his loss. So how how are you feeling now, having been, you know, I think able to express to him as before what was going on? Well, I think there's still there's still a big part of me that just wants to lash out and, you know, going more gentle with him, you know, feels like you know, he doesn't deserve that, but yet it feels like it's not ever going to change if I keep doing it the way I'm doing it. Yes, and you know what I think, Barbara? Because you, you're very active in your exercise, right? Yes. Have you ever done, like... Um 
Do you, uh, do you have, like, a punching bag or a gym that you can use one? Um, I don't have a punching bag, no. Okay. Because I think that it would be really good, um, and we can actually do some of these, because my sense is that there's still a lot of anger within you yeah. that needs to be released. Yep. But it has to be not directly at him. This is not about him anymore. Right. Because, like we talked earlier, he may not have the capacity or the ability to actually listen. Right. And that has nothing to do with you. Like, this is who he is, right? And we talked, like, if he's four or four and a half, he, he just has limitations to what he can do. But how it affects you today is a completely different matter. So the energy that needs to release, so that energy, they're wanting to lash out. We need to find a channel and a behavior that is a safe way for you to express that so you don't have to keep on storing it in your body. Right, you're right. I mean, and that's the thing that I always come back to is like, okay, it's still here. Why isn't it, like, gone? And I wonder, you know, when I see things where, oh, people, you know, whatever their issues are, they're three sessions of this stuff and boom, they're there, and I know it's not that easy, and there's a lot of layers like an onion and all of that stuff, but I think, am I so strong-willed that I'm just not willing to, like, let this stuff go? Yeah. You know, I mean, because, like you said, I mean, at at some point, I mean, I'm 53 years old, I have to start looking at me and how it is, how it affects the way I live and move about in this world and stuff because I don't see him every day at all. I mean, I see him very little. So I right. give him all this power over my life. And I just, yeah, and it's like, oh, you're right. I have a lot of stored energy. I think a lot because I've always been told, you shouldn't be like that. Why can't you be like your brother and sister and stuff like that? And so, yeah, there's just a lot. Yeah. So what I would like, what I, there's one thing that I'd like to do. Yeah. Uh, and one is we're going to do these together, but in, in the, between now and when we meet again, mm-hmm. what I would really like you to do is to actually practice Whatever, because I know if you do hula hooping, is there anything in your exercise that is about involving, like, for example, you can get one of those, like, plastic or, or rubber butts. You know, they have they have the plastic butts to play for the little kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Either one of those that you can actually bang against the couch so mm-hmm. you're not going to hurt anything or a mattress. Uh-huh. Okay. Or another option is to get, if you have a tennis racket or something of that sort, mm-hmm. but it has to be something that you're going to involve your whole body. And I, can, I have to tell you, it's incredible exercise. Right. Because what I, what I want you to do is really focus before, before you're going to start either punching or hitting or however it is. You can either do it with a pillow on your hand. Yeah. You can use a, a pillow. With, have you ever done anything like this? Yeah, I did that when I was uh, when I did uh, a week retreat at the Karen Center in Maine um, when I was getting divorced, um, and they had us yeah use the pillow. Yeah, and use whatever works the best for you. But I would like you to do these. I would say you know if you could do as part of your because I know you have your your ritual of exercise. Even if you were to commit five minutes a day, can you do that? Yeah. But even, you know, if you feel like going more, wonderful. But you're going to notice 
that it's going to really take a lot of energy out of you. You can be a little shaky afterwards. Right. Because it's a, the intense release. Now, before you do it, it's not just grabbing a pillow or whatever it is and you just go at it. It's very intentional. So you're going to think about that and you're going to say, I, I'm still so angry with you. And I'm even angrier with you for not recognizing and for always defending and always claiming that you were so good. So you really get that energy going and, you know, like rising up, almost like a, like a, a volcano about to erupt. Yep. And that's when you say, and now this energy needs to come out of me because I no longer need it. Okay. I, don't, I no longer need to continue battling with you. I'm never going to convince you. I'm never going to, you know, like, I need this energy to come out of me. And here it is, all yours. And, you know, and you can just say, you know, how dare you confront me? How dare you defend yourself? How dare you? You know, how dare you take away my power? Anything that, you know, like just really, it's wonderful. If you use your, your voice, it really helps you a lot to release and speak to him. Okay. All the things that you would never dare to say to his face. Right. You know? Exactly. So you're incredibly selfish. You're always thinking about your other wife or your children or whatever it might be. And just, you know, really make sure that when you're done, just like feel come back into your body and really be grateful for the release. And now anything, any other energy that does no longer belongs to me, I am allowing you to release now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Great. And what I would like to do next time, I would, I'm gonna, we're going to check and we're going to do it together in a very, very clear and focused way, like a laser focus to see what remains and if there's anything left. We're going to just get it out. Okay, because I was going to ask that question. I wonder if after doing it for so long, you know, five minutes a day, like, you know, I wonder if after a certain amount of days, is this just going to be like, oh, wow, this is what it feels like to be done? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like maybe there's no there's no more in it there, right? Yeah. I, well, and to be honest with you, I think sometimes I'm just invested in, in keeping it like this. You know, um, the way that my brain is wired right now because I just, I have to be honest, I don't give him a break, period. Yeah. Yeah. You can say that. And I'm not going to give you a break. I'm never going to give you a break. I'm never going to allow, you know, I'm never going to get you off the hook. I'm never going to do it. And I I completely resist. I refuse to let you off the hook. (laughs) I refuse. Yeah, I refuse to let this go. I refuse to let go of this anger. You can even say that. I refuse to let go. As you're sitting, I refuse to let go of this anger. This is the only thing that I have. This is the the only connection I have with you. Yeah, isn't that sad? That's true. This is the, And I refuse to let go because that would mean that I would lose for you forever. Right. So I'd rather hold on to this anger than to never have a dad again. Right. Now that actually touched a chord for me. Yeah. That's really that's really powerful, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that you are and just stay with that. It's okay. Just stay with that idea that you are refuse to let go of the anger you have with him because that's the only thing that really get you know, like clicks you. 
Yeah, it's the only thing that keeps him persecuted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. you suck but, but and also, I can't stand you, and there, that's where you belong. <laughs> but you know what, also, Barbara? If you see, if you look at the, if you, you have, if your anger were a magnet, he is connected with shit, and you connect in anger. Right. Ang- anger is where you connect. Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. That's that's exactly how we connect. We do this dance all the time and it always ends up in um yes, anger and hatred and dissension. Absolutely. And then the fear the fear might be that if you really let go of this anger, then you're not gonna be able to connect with him anymore. There's gonna be nothing for you to connect with. Well, and I think that sometimes I think that, yeah, if I let go of all that, I think what I'm more afraid of is I don't, I want his love, but I don't because, ugh, it just doesn't feel right. You know, because I've never had it, and then for him to try to be nurturing with me, I just don't accept it. Mm-hmm. And And that's, I think that's the big thing is, like, him being... The way, like, that's what I want in a father, how that feels to me. And then when I think about him being able to give, to give that to me, then it doesn't feel right. And I because, think, right. Yeah, and, and this is, the one thing is, let's just try this, because I hear you, and it makes a lot of sense. I'm 100% with you. Oh, and, I, and I've been there. I remember very clearly what it felt like. But this is one step at a time. All you're right. jumping. You're jumping the gun. So I know. Just, I understand. But I, I, I understand that you know that story. So let's just see what happens when that is no longer there, and uh, and just like and let's you know you can write to me and see what is happening, what you notice. Okay. And and just really like take him to court. Just take him to court, and uh, and this is a process that you're doing it for you, because you want to be in a different place. Right. Ultimately, ultimately, this is not for him. It's for you. Oh, right. I, I and I understand that. Yeah. Absolutely. So that we're we're really I think we're very clear on that one. So that that's a very important one. Okay. Um, and um, Barbara, I think this is our. I don't know if these are these are second session, right? Yes, our second session since we got together. Yes. Yes. Been, yeah. We gotta get okay. Yes, and I wanted because I had a couple of things to um, to note. Um, I was going to do it at the beginning, but um, I sent a card in the mail um, for Halloween yesterday to you. We should probably get it tomorrow. Um, and I meant to put a check in it, and I sealed the darn envelope. So I'll send out something else um, with the check in it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Because <laughs> I was like, I mean, until the other day, I was like, oh, I gotta send a check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I I totally trust you. I know. I was just wondering if somehow he got lost somewhere. No, or... no. In fact, I did it. Like I said, I think I mailed it from Enfield yesterday, but I did it the night before, and I didn't close it. I didn't secure the envelope uh, or the flap, and because I said, okay, I gotta put the check in there. And then, of course, I'm not paying attention, and I'm just like you know, going through the motions at night to try to get ready for the next day. And I go, you know, lick, lick, seal it. And I'm like, oh. So anyway, um, I said the check didn't get put in there, so I need to put a check in the mail. No problem. No problem at all. All right. uh, Yeah. And we're we're meeting in two weeks. Is that 
Yeah, so that's the uh, 16th? No. The 14th. 14th. That's a Wednesday? Yes. Six, seven. Oh, it, oh okay. If it's a Wednesday, that's, that's fine. Yeah, the 14th at 4, right? Okay, so 10-14 at 4. Yes. And if anything at all comes up, you know, I, I look forward to hearing from you. Okay. Okay. I will tell you this, um, just as a bit of feedback, um, when I was having to be him and respond to you, that yes. did give a little bit of insight into some of the stuff, too. Yes. Yeah, and you did very good, actually, being him. You really you really get what it's like and how how he, he has been actually been feeling really persecuted by you, right? Oh, absolutely. And he's not yeah. wrong. I mean, I have done it. Yeah, yeah, and it's a, and the thing is that then he no matter what he sees you, he's probably right away his defenses go up. Yeah, I mean we're both like that. Our antenna go up, and we don't trust each other, and that's how we dance. <laughs> yeah. So, what was it like to be speaking for him? Um, it, it just, I think, like anything, you know, when you're so consumed with like your own perspective and trying to push your agenda, and not that I'm being manipulative, but like, yeah, I have an agenda, and this is what it is, and I want you to know that, and blah blah blah, and it hasn't changed all these years, and um, it does give you pause to say, oh, <laughs> people do feel another way too. It's not just. I know, I it understand is. I have a right to my feelings, and he really was not present there. The things are true, but I think it's it's always the delivery. It's always the interaction, and mine has not been positive. It's been, on my part, it's been negative, and it's been intentionally negative toward him. Because yeah. it's my way of saying, you know what, you're arrested, and you're going to be in jail the rest of your life. <laughs> right. Well, and the thing is that... What, one of the things that happens is that when you you really want to let him know how you felt, and the minute that, because this happened the first time, and he became defensive, and at the moment that he became defensive, you don't feel hurt. Yeah. When some when we say share something that is vulnerable with us, however you know whichever the way it is, and sometimes it's not easy, but the other person becomes defensive, we don't feel hurt, and we have to keep at it. Right, and, and we lose trust that our words are also have an impact. Absolutely, right. You you get hooked into a pattern where then there's no communication going on, really. Right. I mean, there isn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so it's a, it's a, we're gonna have that conversation with him over and over until you feel that he is listening to you. Okay. So you can so it, more than anything, so you can actually have your day or you can actually share but it's really true for you, which right. is that, that sadness about feeling abandoned, really. Yeah. Right? And for him to to just say, you know, I, I'm, I'm really sorry. I never meant to hurt you. Because I don't think that it was his intent to actually hurt you. Right. I think initially it wasn't, and then he just got so far into the process and just, you know, turned his back that I think he, right. I don't think he knew, well, and he also had a wife that was always making him choose, and so he chose the path of least resistance because he has to live with her every day. Right. You know, yeah. and she won, and 
And I know it's not as simple as she won and we lost, but, you know, I mean, simply put, that was the way that it was. And as a kid, that's the way you looked at it, like, hey, look at us over here. Do we matter? No. Right. Right. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah, so, all right, well, I'll definitely, you know, um, if I don't get the bat, I'll do the pillow. Yes, definitely do the pillow. If you get, the bat, one thing I have to tell you that the, the bat is so wonderful is that it doesn't hurt anything, but it makes a wonderful and very gratifying noise. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so you feel like you're, you know, you're accomplishing a lot more than with a pillow. That's the one thing. All right. But well, you know what? I can go to the dollar store and get one. Exactly. They're like a dollar or two. So I think that you deserve one. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. Great. So keep me posted and see how it goes, okay? Okay. Thank you very much, Laura. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening. You do the same. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.